0: How did we start the first one? I want to take the mic out out how I started the first one, but I don't remember how I started
1: it, so... Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, Pat. If, like, Shaq starts talking about the meaning of, like, life and the universe, then he's high and drunk. He's he's bugging. I've had... Well, I'm, I'm not high. I'm
0: not really drunk either. I had a little piece of weed brownie, and... I'm drinking. I've started drinking Ray and Nephews in the past 20 minutes.
1: So give it about half an
0: hour.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's going to hit him. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He's going to chop me up. Boys, it's 2021. How do do you feel different? Do
1: you know why? I just. Obviously, obviously the situation New Year's was just like a normal day New Year's Eve I didn't yeah, do New, Year, I didn't norm- New Year's Eve was just, Thursday man yeah I just didn't do anything I normally wouldn't do on a normal Thursday it wasn't. It just, felt like, a, <laughs> just it felt like a normal day
0: I see and, yeah that's what I'm saying their plans were made and I ended up I ended up just not following through on any of them yeah so,
1: I mean the situation didn't help anyone
0: But
2: I mean, my new year hasn't changed my fortunes because my TV broke at about five past twelve no. last night. So oh, this... five minutes into the new year, my TV's You
1: not see the fireworks.
2: Brilliant.
1: Did you not see the New Year's fireworks?
0: Huh? Nah I did it was like halfway through then. It just keys I
1: like to leash keys. <laughs> yeah, I
0: saw that. I saw that. I was doing the most under celebrations, weren't you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> BBC lovely. One was holding me down.
2: I thought Aaron would have like an alarm for eleven fifty nine. Stop playing PlayStation. Switch BBC One on for three minutes and then go nah, back on. That is
0: definitely that kind of guy. I did that at ten to. I know. That's am quite good. Uh. In all seriousness, though, boys, how how was our Christmases first? Before I even get onto that. Did we have our? I mean we have Christmas our Christmas food. turkeys and that? Of course, that's oh, right. I mean, I was, I was kind of semi-joking. I wasn't sure if people did turkey at Christmas, like re- really. I thought it wasn't. A... How do you know that? Yeah, I'd say that. Do you know how to at uh, Christmas chicken? I don't. I don't remember the last time I had turkey at Christmas, and the one time, the one time I did, it was a novelty. Yeah,
1: chicken just tastes better than chicken. turkey. That, that's just. That's just no. You're talking
2: shit. (laughs)
1: Chicken just tastes better than turkey.
2: Chicken, no,
0: turkey is dry. Yeah, I was about to say I feel like turkey's more dry. Turkey is dry. Yeah. Chicken's just kind of more bog standard though. Everyone has chicken, but when when you got you have chicken all year all all year round. Why are you having it on Christmas?
1: Yeah, but I don't know. I definitely
0: do.
2: You don't have chicken all year round. I mean you still eat chicken.
1: Yeah, but it's like saying roast chicken and chicken curry is the same thing. It's not yeah, it's chicken, but they're two different things.
2: (laughs) So you eat curry
0: all year around. I
1: mean, best part of it.
0: Little corners. Chicken tikka. Yeah, I was about to say well, koha sounds spicy and there's no there's no way Aaron's eating a
1: spicy one. (laughs) The mildest the one. Mildest one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't move like that. I like a little kick.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why you get the lemon and her, but Nando's rather than oh, he's really, He's really going to send for that's his Nando's. What?
2: This guy.
1: There's nothing wrong with lemon and her. No.
2: Nah. The best thing is when me and Aaron have been to this curry house in Birmingham a couple of times. <laughs> and when we order, Aaron obviously says tikka masala. And every time, anywhere we go to do fair, the waiter goes, you know, that's a creamy curry, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> no,
1: nah, don't even just say it with your chest. You know what I mean? I ain't trying to burn my mouth off. I want to sit there, eat some food, have a good time. I ain't trying <laughs> so... to start sweating.
0: I'm scared of the spice.
1: Yeah. It's just tactically just eating. It's it is.
2: It's like the waiter saying, nah, this curry's for white people, mate. You ain't trying no, to you. eat this. It's
0: just... <laughs> I mean, it definitely is. Tactically uh... eating. All right, let's talk twenty twenty, boys. We we sort of, I think the twenty the twenty tens was a weird sort of decade, and looking at twenty twenty on its own, I feel like it already has a higher historical standing. Anything that happened in
1: in the twenty tens at all.
0: Do you know what? Where, where do you guys stand stand on that? You
1: know what? I thought about it. I, actually, out. I read it online. I was going through Twitter and I read it. Online. It just, it, it hit me, and it was like, shit. Because 2020 is a year where people in school, 10 years down the line or whatever, is going to study about 2020. Like, it's going to be studied in history books. It's not going to be something that's going to be passed over. Like, people l- learn
0: about Genu- 2020. Genuinely, yes. Like, when, when you think about it, this is like this is the entire reason I even wanted to bring this topic up in the podcast. When you think about it, how many... Historical moments that we live through, where you think, "Yeah, you're gonna learn about that in school in thirty years." I mean, obviously, we're we're only. Like we, I didn't learn about any pandemics when I was at school. I mean you learn about the Black Black Plague and stuff, don't you? Not really. No, not about Spanish Flu.
2: No, I mean I knew they were a thing, but I didn't study them. Even
0: things like the World Wars, though, like I feel like it's it's on that on that scale, like it's interna it's international. I mean, yeah, but.
2: I don't think it can be compared to the World Wars. I mean, it has
0: been. A lot, I think. By who? and in, in what sense are you comparing it? Uh, let me let me actually tell you where I got the, the inspiration for this, and maybe you guys will dis- disagree completely. But, um, obviously, I was watching a mockumentary yesterday called... What, what was it called? Something... It was either Fuck Off 2020, or... I can't remember the exact name. It's on Netflix, but yeah, I've seen it. I've seen seen bits of it. And obviously, the um, this <laughs> this scene where they're talking about how the Queen described um, COVID hitting, and like how she announced, "Oh yeah, okay, we're gonna need to go into lockdown." She's sort of discussing it like it's like it's the Blitz. And I sort of deep to, I was like, this year, it really is like the the first thing that's happened to our generation that has been. That historic, that it's going to be talked about. I feel, in 30, 40, 50 years time.
2: Hmm. You know one of the one of the other quotes on that was funny. <laughs> um, There's a lot. A woman. Now, a woman was saying when she was describing 2020, she was like, "I would describe 2020 as being a train where train record being oh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> that would be that would be disrespectful to trains and
0: shit." <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, nah, it was the bunker line that caught me. The man, the um, me and my brother were laughing about it. Like the, the billionaire was talking about how he's um, how he saw everything that was going on in the news, and he was he was devastated for everyone and this that, and that And he's like, "Ah, oh, so here we are now, in my two hundred million pound bunker." And they're like, "They're like, don't people call yourself?" He's like, "I don't know, it's soundproof." <laughs> 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 oh, that killed me. <laughs>
2: Yeah, on what what you said that I don't know. I just feel like the the impacts of the wars shape the future way more than this will have done.
0: I, I mean, I don't know if I I don't know if I disagree completely. The only thing the only thing I look at that you said there that I'm like no 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 is way more that emphasis on way more. I'm like I don't know. Like obviously the world wars are huge, and we have proof that 70, 80 years down the line they're still one of the most historic moments that we speak of but I I still think COVID's just been huge like it's going to change things for me
1: I think it'll definitely change the way we do things like forever or at least if not forever a very 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 long time it's going to change even places that people wearing masks and just it become people just scared of catching something now that all this has happened I think Things like that and kind of our day-to-day lives are going to change slightly. Not the way maybe we personally do things per se, but the way people around us do things.
2: I think it'll cause a cultural shift, definitely. I just don't know. I don't think the the future of Europe is was in jeopardy with COVID, whereas it was when the Nazis were about.
0: Mm, that's, that is a fair point. But I don't think it's just I don't think it's just COVID that's that's putting this this forward for me though. I think obviously we've, we've had the um, the Black Lives Matter movement in December, I mean in in summer, which yeah. I mean again it seems it looks like deja vu. It's like oh more more protests about racism. That this is really gonna work, but at the same time I don't know like we still talk about the civil rights movement of the '60s, and even though we didn't have those sort of cultural leaders in the same way, you know, you had your Malcolm X's, your Martin Luther King's, your Rosa Parks, etc. I still think because of the impact that COVID had on on those protests, I feel like that is going to be quite historic as well. I think that made them stronger, definitely, didn't it? Yeah, 100%. Obviously, like you've got your Breonna Taylors, your, um, your George Floyds, who are sort of martyrs to the movement, if you will. And I think also like with the protests, it was the fact that you weren't allowed to be doing it really because of COVID. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I think that added much momentum. That's what propels. That's what propels the sort of the story of it even more. And again, yeah. I hate I hate to always bring things back to oh, it's, it's the story, but that's genuinely what I believe. Like if there's a more compelling conflict to it, then it will be risen higher in in the cult. Co- like, it will have a bigger cultural splash if you are were... definitely. And then of course, another thing they talked about on the um on the mockumentary was the uh, the presidential race, which just oh. <laughs> it sort of puts an underlining on the whole thing though, doesn't it? Like one of the biggest sort of the biggest thing mm, is it one of the biggest things? Yeah, it's it's one of the biggest things. The Ameri- the American presidential election. Like it, it takes over news across the world when it when it's happening. And for it to have been such a joke that in a year where, <laughs> where COVID has just been taken over, I think it just puts an underline on the historical context of what's been going on.
2: I love the, um, the piss-taking of Donald Trump where he was basically <laughs> saying,
0: can we find a way to drink Dettol? Because that will really help. Uh, I, I mean, you, I don't know if you caught up for Aaron there, but you caught up for me. All right, I was saying the, um,
2: the part where Donald Trump was saying how disinfectant just gets rid of the virus straight away, so if there was a way we could drink Dettol, that would be brilliant. <laughs>
0: they, slaughtered, they slaughtered Trump in that documentary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I, I wonder if my guy's still in the White House right now. They also got stuck into Joe Biden as well, though. Oh yeah, they did. But I mean, Joe Biden is is a bit of a weirdo, isn't he? Like, <laughs> like it was, it was, but like, America was caught between t- a rock and a hard place there. Yeah, it was. Um, hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut. Am I voting for Boris Johnson or
2: fucking Jeremy Corbyn? Not <laughs> <laughs> oh, great either way,
0: is it? Like, you just I'd, You're just trying to choose which one's less shit. Maybe it's because I don't I don't follow politics, but Jeremy Corbyn's an interesting one to me. Like I, I don't know. Like the, the people that follow the Labour Party seem to love him, and the people that don't follow politics all seem to be like quite fascinated by him as well.
2: Nah, a lot of the Labour Party didn't like him. Oh, did they not?
0: Nah, he was very he split opinion quite a lot. I mean, and Boris is just a funny one to me as well, just because of his his sort of demeanor is amusing to me. <laughs> <laughs> <a> joke, <laughs> but he's nah, but he's he's one of those jokers where like you know when someone tells a joke and it's funny but not for the reasons that they wanted it to be? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's what Boris is to me. Like, every time I see Boris doing some mad stuff, I'm like, you've not you've not seen yourself do these things, have you? But <laughs> uh Um Do you know what's happened with Aaron? He's gone quiet for ages.
1: Oh
0: yeah. Oh raw. I'm
1: just yeah, no. I'm just hearing you talk about the documentary. I haven't seen it.
0: I right, do. I'm gonna. I'm to say this is a good place to transition. Then I'm gonna cut this little part out. And call it. But I can't remember what the next topic... Well, the next sort of transition was. That could be the weekend. Uh, what did you say? Ah, what it means to us personally, the fun stuff. It was dead. (laughs) Uh, Why was it dead, Pat? Why was 2020 dead for you? Let's go.
2: Same reasons it was dead for everyone else. Started shit, didn't get much better, and then ended shit.
0: Basically. Did you go into it expecting to do anything that you didn't get to do did you leave it regretting decisions made like what what
2: do you know what i think a lot of it early on in 2020 everyone was like oh this year's a write-off we're gonna be fucked for the whole year and then you kind of manifested it you're like you kind of kept telling yourself that 2020 is crap even though there was still four months left of it for you to do something you were still like oh this year's doesn't matter anyway A write-off. I feel like I feel like that definitely impacted me. I kind of gave up on the year, whatever reason, as if as if a twelve-month period would just vanish, sort of thing. Yeah, or as if getting to January would change anything. Um, Yeah, I feel like I feel like that happened to a lot of people. It certainly happened to me. I kind of just wrapped up in thinking that it was shit, and I can't wait to get out of the year, even though. Getting out of the calendar year doesn't
0: mean anything. I think that was a weird sentiment that really hit people on well, well today, like when when the clock finally passed and people were like, oh, it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel different. Like we're still yeah. in our houses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, we're in tier four now. Well, this is new. Well, that sort of... reinstalled a a sort of belief that
2: you need to take every day. On its own, and not looking things too far ahead, or looking things in too big a, a time frame. Really, I think that's what that's what people did this year, and it kind of. I, I feel like a lot of people will feel like they've wasted the year, mm. even though they even though you can't do everything you wanted to do. there's still probably things that you could have done that you just
0: didn't. Oh, massively, and I mean, without without meaning to brag, I'll I'll get onto
1: my twenty twenty. I think the outlook that I had with 2020 was really if you didn't use your time in lockdown to kind of learn a new skill or to kind of learn something new, you've you kind of just wasted it really. You've kind of gone nowhere because being in lockdown was a perfect opportunity to kind of better yourself kind of even mentally or um, just by learning something new, and I think I—I don't know if I took full advantage of that. I think I took advantage of it. Um, I kind of managed to get my kind of toe into investing, and kind of something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Um, I kind of feel like lockdown gave me the push to actually go ahead and pursue it and do it. Um, mm. And kind of gave me that time to actually invest in it and learn about it further.
2: What was it, what was it for you that sort of made you do that and step into it and learn about it? What was it about the lockdown that that sort of prompted you to do that?
1: First, it was first the main the main kind of push I had initially was. First month of lockdown, when you're all fully locked down, I kind of set first I saved money, so that, that kind of saved more money than I normally would have, and I kind of looked at this money right, and I thought I've always wanted to invest, and I was like, right, how am I going to go about doing this so then from there, me kind of having that bit of extra money to kind of play around with per se um then I kind of prompted me then into doing research further research into investing. out investing platforms investing strategies investing techniques looking at graphs studying graphs looking at businesses and kind of different ways to invest and kind of it all manifested from that and it all started from that and that kind of gave me the initial push
2: how can you do you, do you feel like that's sort of helped you to realise that you can do that even when you don't have as much spare time? Or do you, think, do you think that you only did it because of the spare time and in the future you'd need spare time again to try something else or what?
1: No, I think now, the, the obviously the mo- same with anything and anything you do for the first time. The start of it is the most time-consuming thing. And mm. once you've kind of initially got your feet and kind of you understand the basics of it then you can kind of dabble in and out a lot easier when you have a bit of time here a bit of time there or you can kind of just see something that interests you and you can kind of link it all together so the kind of found getting the foundation was the most time-consuming part and now it'll be easier to kind of jump in and out as and when really
2: for me though like i think as much as as much as anything even if i didn't Act on it. the The lockdown sort of showed me how long the, a day was, how much time you have in a day. So, like, if there is that sort of stuff, like you said, that you want to do on the side or that you're interested in, sometimes you might think, "Oh, I've not really got time to do that." Mm. I think being at home all day every day, and you don't like you don't realize it on day three, but three weeks into it, you start to realize how long the days are dragging out, and you probably. I realised definitely like if I want to do something, it's easy, it's so easy to just set aside 20 minutes for it. Even if you don't think you have time to do something.
0: I think also, even if you don't think you've made progress in that 20 minutes, often yeah. you'll find if you, if you disciplined with it, you'll find that you are actually making the progress that you undervalued. You may have undervalued once you sort of spent that 20 minutes and then went to work and completely forgot about it the next day, for example.
2: Yeah. I think, I, as well, I, I crave routine and Mm. i'm really bad at being disciplined with myself but i love i love the routine of being in work and having to be somewhere for a certain time and and that means i have to get up early and that sort of thing yeah i I think i've learned i need that need that routine because if i don't start my day right i don't do anything
0: i know this might sound ironic given given my situation (laughs) but i mean i i find i'm the same in a lot of ways like Obviously, pre-COVID, obviously i just left the, my job at the pub. And at that time, I was just feeling super... I mean, I was feeling undervalued at the time. I'll, I'll say it like that. Like I felt like, I, you know, I go into this place, I earn my little £100 a week, and then I leave. And it's like, well, it's just the, the same thing the next week. Yeah. And um, obviously, then I decided to leave that because I felt like, all right, then if I'm going to be doing this, if I'm going to be doing this, I, I need it to be for something. And I just felt like the reason I got the job was sorted. Like I was just I was paying off a few little things that I needed to to pay off. Yeah. But the, and I stepped into the job working at the um working in the warehouses, moving furniture, et etc. et cetera. And it was I don't know, something about that felt freeing. Like I was waking up at four o'clock in the morning to go to an airport at, to go to the airport at half five, pushing stuff around until like seven o'clock at night. And it was I don't know it felt like I said, it felt free. Like, I felt like I was making my own decisions at the time. But what kind of hit me with that was obviously when COVID comes along, events aren't happening, and all of a sudden I find there's no job, no money, and it's gone just like that. You kind of feel expendable. Yeah. And I think what that taught me was if you don't get up and make that time, then you just, you're just you not going to go anywhere. Like You can work on somebody else's time as much as you want, but until you produce time for yourself which is obviously that 20 minutes a day that you're talking about you are going to be in in a bit of a rut yeah you are you are
2: the main thing for me is like the routine like you say it's and you've probably you've probably had to learn to do it a lot more than i have Mm. if if there's nothing making you get up at a certain time to do something how do you stay disciplined enough with yourself to do it? And I really struggle with that. The amount of times I've said to live, oh, I want to get up early, a bit earlier and, and do something, and then I get up and I'm like, oh, I'll just go back to sleep for an hour. It doesn't matter.
0: But, uh, to me, I kind of read that as what is that thing that you're saying you want to go for, though? Is it just something that's like, oh, I want to get this done, but I don't want to do it in the time when I'd be doing something else? It's Constastic.
2: not even necessarily to do anything. It's just like I don't want to... Lounge about. Yeah, I, waste, I don't want to be late. An hour, it? But then I wake up and I'm like, oh, there's nothing to do. So I think it's more like I need to give myself something to do. Mm, I, need to right. like, I need to find a way to hold myself accountable, which is a lot harder to do than when someone else is holding you accountable.
0: I think I think as well though it's hard it's harder to do that when you feel. I mean, I'm I'm not accusing you of this, but when you feel like you've done what you need to do, like you feel like you've achieved already. Mm. So because you've obviously put in that work, say five six years ago, you're you're almost in a place where it's like, well, I've done mine now. So I can I can relax for the extra hour a day, for example.
2: Yeah, it's more so just. Uh, I feel like if you if you if you do that thing that I have done all the time and like just having an extra half an hour in bed, you just lose a bit of discipline and you get a bit lazy and that creeps into other things. It's not, mm. even, it's not that half an hour that's the problem. The problem is when the laziness creeps into other things. What, what kind of things do you mean when you say that
0: out of curiosity?
2: Just generally like your, your attitude of, oh, I can't be bothered, I'll just... Do the easy I'll take the easy option. It's more like it's taking the easy option, really. So like if there's if there's something and you can either cheat it a little bit and do it easily or do it properly, but it's a bit harder and takes a bit longer. Which option do you pick? Like
0: oh, yeah. Sort of I mean I, I hear that. You guys know me and I'm I'm strange and I'd go with option B, but <laughs> but I mean that's well, just me.
1: It's one of them if you're in a wanna do something whatever you're doing you might as well do it properly because doing it properly will benefit you more down the line whether it be a press up doing it doing your last one as in full form whether it be painting a wall whether you kind of sand it down beforehand and then paint over it if you kind of start cutting steps it's gonna come back to bite you later on down the line so it's there's gonna always be a problem caused from you cutting a corner. Whether I I find that work all the time. If I if I'm working on someone's computer and doing an IT this IT problem and I cut a, I, I do it a couple of times, catch myself and like, oh, I can't be bothered. Cut a corner and then I get a phone call an hour later saying, Oh, it's it was fine then and now it's <laughs> still not working again because I kind of found a quick fix rather than actually fixing the whole problem. Yeah. I kind of found a way around it. Yeah, yeah. And the problem came back to bite me. And it's the same with everything, I think.
2: It's like putting a bucket under a leak from the ceiling.
1: Yeah. It's in, <laughs> it's in any profession, though, whether it's these professional footballers to um, people like me working in IT. Um, it's, it's that extra bit, that extra yard they do that defines them. And kind of makes them stand out in whatever they're doing. So, whether it's me being at work and me kind of doing my job properly, it's always going to stand out because you'd always get found out because I don't know, a bit, the people talk. So your business owners will contact your boss, thinking, "Oh, Aaron's doing a good job here. Aaron is taking ages on my computer." Or whether it's the best players in the world, you think, "Oh, look! Look at how well he's come along, or look at how well he's doing compared to this person." and look at how much this person's dropped off. It's always that little extra step. And that's what kind of puts you apart from whatever you're doing. And it just impacts your personal development, I think. Because whether you wanna, it's it's just a habit then that you kind of put yourself into. You put yourself into kind of just doing everything properly. So if you start cutting corners in one thing, like you said, it might leak into something else and then that's going to impact something else, yeah. and that will leak into something else, and that will leak something of The domino effect. Exactly, yeah.
0: Do you feel like that, that sort of learned discipline over the, over the course of the period this year, would you say, has sort of drilled you into chasing something that you're passionate about more often?
1: Yeah, 100%. I think this year has... Made me realize the value, the value I put on my own personal development, I think, as just as me, because I'm currently this job that mm. I'm doing. I'm, I don't like doing what I'm doing. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not preppy. I'm not excited. It's just kind of means to an end and I think at the start when I first started the job I loved it I was all excited I was happy I was like oh I'm learning this 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 and I think I was more excited and invigorated by learning as opposed to the job Mm. itself because I was just learning so much new stuff and so much information and just kind of every day I'm kind of something's completely different and I think that was tying me down as opposed to the job itself. And I think I've I've got to a point now where my learning's plateaued and I've kind of I'm not gonna say I know everything there is to know, but there's very rare few days where I've come across something that, seen before. that I learned something new. Yeah. So now I'm kind of just going along at autopilot and
2: just awesome. transition though. And it's not really spoken about. Like you're, If you think about it, you've been learning every day since you were four years old. Well, since you were born, really. Yeah. You learn something new every day as a child, as like a baby. And you get to school at the age four or five. And you don't leave until you're 18. And then you go to uni and learn for three years. So you're learning different stuff all the time for 20 years. And then you go into a job. And mm-hmm. more often than not, that job, for efficiency purposes, is doing the same thing quite a lot over and over. I think so you're really good at that one thing, but you're not learning anything else. I think so I feel like that's that's why you get trapped in this. Like you said, there, you, your job is just a means to an end. That's what it feels like because you're not learning, you don't feel like you're developing.
0: That's sort of the one of the toughest. I mean, as you said, it is one of the toughest transition in life though, like the way we've structured society is a case of, we're going to give you these things. You can pick what you want to learn and we will teach it to you. And then once you hit the age of 21, for example, obviously people, people start uni later, but as a general example, you now have to not only pick what you want to learn, but you need to go out and find it, find the resources and information and make time to learn it among whatever your day job however you sustain yourself is essentially do you know what though I think
2: that I think that just proves like why it's sort of a myth that you want an easy life and that'll make you happy and if if everything's everything's easy it's it's all good because I don't think it is I think I think it shows that happiness comes from like Aaron says the feeling of personal development yeah 100% so this is this is why like why is Jeff Bezos still bothering to run Amazon? He's got more money than he can ever spend. Like, why? Why would he not just quit? It'd be way easier for him to just stop, but he doesn't. And none of these, none of these people do. And like footballers as well. Like you think Gary Neville now, he could have, he'd have had way, he'd have had plenty of money to just stop playing football and retire and be set. Mm. But he's gone into a new field in terms of presenting and being a pundit and then he's bought a football club and he wants to develop himself that way. That's not about the football club, that's about him. He wants to develop. That's why he feels good about it. Yeah, facts. I think so I, I think that that just like goes to show that what you said Aaron is 100% right. Your happiness comes from developing as a person and you don't feel like you do that when you do the same thing every day.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is. It's it's it is true. It's weird. It's a weird situation to be in. It's just because you kind of you, you don't know where to go at this point. Now you're kind of stuck, and it's just kind of getting past that little rock. It you're not stuck.
2: That's in your mind. You're not mm-hmm. stuck at all. Like
0: people, I think that that's, that sort of being with stuck. stuck a wife and kids and they can't afford to do something else that sort of being stuck is a fear of what is a fear of breaking out of the comfort in a sense yeah it is I I generally tend to think that's what feeling stuck always is
2: but some people are more stuck than uh, Aaron's living Yeah, like he's not if he wanted to quit his job tomorrow I wouldn't advise it but you could
0: I mean, I'm saying it? I understand, I understand, understand. the oh, yeah. fear of the of bigger risk of discomfort, but it still is the same thing in a sense.
2: Yeah, it is. But like you're you're not stuck at all, Aaron. You've like you said, you've got time. Especially now, you've got time to look into doing other things, even when you are working. You've got think about the amount of hours we've put into Warzone. I had a look last night or something and we've played like...
0: Don't tell us, don't tell us, don't tell us. 18
2: days of game time. Imagine if you just halved that and spent the other half studying for something or doing something else. You'd have mastered about eight skills. If you imagine trying to learn a new topic, if you put 24 hours of solid work into it, you'd be a master of it. So... I think even that sort of stuff, like it reinforces that there's plenty of time in the day to do stuff that you want to do if you actually want to do them.
0: Um, I do have a, I wouldn't call it a caveat, but it's sort of a an argument against that. Me playing devil's advocate, if you will, because I agree. But um, do you not find that you also need that sort of mental rest in a lot of the time in the day? Like something that, something that you regard as not work yeah as much as we as much as we like we've established that we enjoy learning new skills, that sort of tribulation of the mental the mental trials that we go through is, is still work
2: it is and it is like I said earlier the start of it's the hardest part mm. but like imagine i think it it goes into your structure again as well, like if you could create a structure for yourself whereby your working week is 9 to 5, Monday to Friday, if you change that to your working week is Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, and Saturday, 9 till 12, and you just get up on a Saturday and do three hours work on whatever you want, just see it as part of your working week. Because like, let's be honest, Aaron, what, you as an example, what are you doing 9 to 12 on a Saturday morning?
1: Um get up. Probably play some FIFA. <laughs> and then get ready for the football. Exactly. So that that's
2: what I mean. I know you do need that that rest time, but I'm not suggesting you come home from work and do two and a half hours a night. I'm just saying if if all of us took out every time we played Warzone, if we took out twenty minutes to do something else, You'd have mastered so many different things.
0: <laughs> oh, dear boys, I do, boys. This work off for half eleven. Then. <laughs> this is work <laughs> off for of half eleven. But no, no, I I agree. And with that gauntlet set, I do want to ask the question: What does twenty twenty one mean for us, boys? Where are we? Where are we trying to go?
2: I want to bring up the fifty dubs as quick as possible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm setting the goal: get to seventy-five dubs by the end of
1: 2021. No shot.
0: I mean, to be fair, we got to fifty in half a year.
1: Listen, we'll get them all on Christmas Eve. <laughs> what? We'll get them all on oh, Christmas man. Eve.
0: Get three in a row. And... <laughs> <laughs> oh What does
1: 2021
2: mean? I don't know really I think trying to learn from the last half an hour we've been speaking about what we felt we could use 2024 in a positive way mm. the troubles there's been I think trying to actually for me personally I know what sort of I know what to preach about but i am probably not been practicing what I'm preaching as much as I should so trying to do that as, do that more Oh.
0: Not that I'm not that I'm making this for it, but it's it's very difficult. Like it's it's a lot easier thing to preach than it is to practice. Yeah, but in is terms it? of in terms of what twenty twenty one means, I, I'll rephrase the question as such: Are we are we building a foundation? Are we building on top of what we built in twenty twenty? Are we resetting something that's established? Where are we? Where are we going in with that regard?
2: For me, I want to try and reset. Like you, you spoke about it as well. Seeking discomfort, mm. getting out of your comfort zone. I feel like if you reset, you get out of that comfort zone
0: massively. Yeah.
2: If you, if if you, so I'm just looking to try and reset really and go from square one with everything. Try and start again. Because I, f- I feel like I've achieved a lot if not all of what I wanted to achieve by age 30 at age 21 so yeah. I feel like I slipped into that comfort zone
0: really easily right. I think that that's a crazy place to be in to be honest have you yeah. have you considered I mean obviously you've you've done goal setting you know writing out a list of what you want to achieve and this then the other but have you considered sort of resetting that list yeah but it's hard to know what
2: what to do like what I'm resetting what do I what's my sort
0: of yardstick I don't know there's a there's a brand new yardstick that's the point you're in a different place from the, from the last time you were earlier
2: yeah I don't know but yeah that that for me has sort of given its own problems and I've, I've probably lost motivation to do things that I should have been doing
0: And do you have any input on the um on the goal setting agenda of twenty twenty
1: one i think my main my main focus is to um essentially set up my career now kind of what i mean by that is um kind of work wise I want to go into something or do something where I can kind of see myself doing however many years down the line and progressing through and kind of um, going from there, using that as a stepping stone because I think essentially what I'm doing, I can't see any sort of future career in. And I think that's where my Issue is, and that's what I want to rectify this year. I Essentially, just want to set my career, set kind of set myself up in a career, a job, a situation where I can see myself going somewhere and kind of something to work towards. You see, I'm.
0: I won't say I'm glad, but the the way you answered that was sort of almost in a sense what I expected. Do you not feel? if you're looking at something tangible that you could do within within the next year, for example, or even say the yeah, next yeah. month, let's go for a month. What's more like measurable? What, could you, you, what could you achieve and say I can do that? And I want to come back to you, Pat, as well, because your sort of your answer is what made me think of this question. So, yeah,
1: that's a, The thing is the situation where I'm currently in it's I, f- I feel like in a way i'm kind of waiting i'm kind of in this limbo because of the covid mm. situation i kind of need to i want to i want to find out what's going on currently at work where i can go currently at work kind of you know, switch towards something finance related um or whether i can switch jobs which is another thing which is kind of on the cards and essentially i uh, have another job elsewhere if i want to take it so it's so essentially what it is for me is figuring out which one of the two is best for me going forward yeah so it's i'm in a yeah i kind of i'm in a waiting game because not all the information is there for me so I'm kind of missing a lot of information, okay. to make decisions, upon. So it's especially being on furlough and stuff, and this whole COVID stuff. There's things haven't gone to plan, and things haven't gone as I would have liked them to go. And things have been kind of put on hold. So kind of this year, I kind of want to kickstart it all. I think. I don't know how you can measure it. The only, the only measurable thing I could probably think of is actually physically doing switching jobs and having a different job. Mm.
0: I mean, and... I I think you're thinking too big there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start protecting myself, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sleep in the bed that I made and answer the question. Um, like for me, for example, obviously I'm in a lot freer freer position than you guys are at the moment. So, like, for me, the goals that I have set for, say, the first, the first third of 2021, I'm going to learn to drive. I know, obviously, you guys have already achieved that, so you, that's not one you have to worry about. But I want to have at least written a first draft of one screenplay for the first third of the year. I want to have made... I'm gonna say six more podcast episodes. I think that's a that's a very good yardstick because we should have made more than six by then. And my number four, I want to throw out there is I want to have filmed at least. I'm gonna say two or three videos, films, shorts. What you know, whatever umbrella I want to put them in. That's what I'm calling it. And with that, I want to throw it back at you guys. Can you think of anything along those lines, something very measurable, very small, maybe not even career-related, that you want to have done by the first third of 2021?
2: I mean, I've already said it. Hit me with it again. 50 dobs.
0: <laughs> for fuck's sake. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nah. Um, for me, like, I think... one of my big focuses now is away from career is, is sort of going to be budgeting and having a more of a financial plan mm-hmm. than I have had. Um, by the last, since I moved into this house, I've hardly saved any money, um, which is an issue. So basically I, I need to, well, I've saved money, but not not as much as I should. So, I've, basically, I've been living, I've been spending money and then saving what's left, rather than saving first and spending what's left. Does that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, I've got I've got sort of a, a loose plan in place. I just need to put it into action now, really. Um, and I, I'm kind of just waiting on a couple of things before before I really do that. But I think there's nothing to stop me being able to to do it from now, really.
0: I mean, f- finish writing off a budgeting plan, that that sounds like a plan to me, but like already.
2: I mean, it's not a map. It's not, it's not like a document or anything. It's literally just what am I doing with, where is my money going to be split off to, what is the best place for it to be, that sort of
0: thing. But I think it's easy to underestimate the significance of these things. Like, again, obviously, we talked about but earlier in the podcast we talked about the sort of how hard it is to get things started right yeah so if we look at these things as a beginning to something larger than, than what they are then we can we can establish the groundwork for whatever it is whatever this arbitrary thing we want to achieve is we're setting the foundation for that
2: yeah so that for me is kind of the measurable thing like I, I can measure it based on if I'm doing it or if I'm not doing it so that there you go. that's it for me really also I want to get a holiday booked with you man We gotta start with link up first but yeah true but with the vaccine getting rolled out hopefully we can we can know whether we we can book with any confidence I mean the trials and tribulations of booking uh, a holiday
1: with us the trials Trials and the tribulations challenge. of planning anything with us.
2: The trials and tribulations stem from
0: Harrison Shack not responding. <laughs> I, knew <that> co- <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. But Aaron,
2: <laughs>
0: we want to end on you. What are you thought? What are your thoughts on right. the on the way we've addressed it now?
1: See, I've been sitting here thinking, and. I don't know if this is where I maybe I'm going wrong, but I don't plan goals per se as you Mm -hmm. guys have laid them out. I don't plan towards kind of something like that. I've kind of the way I kind of mentally think and operate about things is I have ideas in my head and I kind of work towards them kind of bit by bit and there's no there's no actual physical tangible like a number i put on it or there's something i kind of is there see i think you with so,
2: that though if you actually goals is had a goal because it's you you're measuring yourself then
1: well i, I am but, but there's no like...
2: accountability if there's not a goal there's not accountability Me-
1: Yeah, but I feel like the way with what I'm trying to achieve, it's difficult to set goals like you would, like you, your typical standard goals. It's more... So, setting a goal for where, where I'm trying to go and what I'm hmm. trying to do, for me, is kind of... But we're talking about difficult outside
2: of work stuff.
1: Because... Well, well, that's it. I think... That is where I'm at. My my mind, my soul, mind is is work, is career. is me setting myself up. That is what is on my mind at the moment, and that is all I'm thinking about is being able to set myself up where I'm in a position to get myself a nice house, to get myself a nice car, to get myself a job that I enjoy doing, and that is what is on my mind at the moment. That kind of Very that cool. is yeah. where I'm at. I, I'm not... You need to think about about how you do
2: that stuff rather than just wanting that stuff. How does that work? How does that happen? How do you get a nice car? How do you get a house?
1: Well, kind of what I've mentioned before is setting myself up initially with a a career where I can see some sort of progression and some sort of growth and of where I'm at at the moment, I can't see that. So, well, I don't know if you class it as a goal, but i will kind of Want to change jobs, and that is what I want. I kind of, that's my focus. That's where I'm at. Huh. And I don't know how I'd set a, set a goal towards that. And that's kind of my main focus and kind of where I'm at. Is all
0: is is there an idea of what kind of job, what kind of job you you have your, an eye on, even?
1: Again, it's the thing is. There's, there's kind of, there's two. There's, I'm kind of stuck between two places and it's kind of, when I get more information, it's where I want to be. So there's a possible finance mm. job that I can take at my current at my current work. Um, or when my mum works, there's an IT-based job, um, which has, which is like a, obviously a large, so you company, you caught up in sort uh, of a, a
0: a roundabout of skill set versus passion.
1: Yeah, but it's opportunity mm. as well because IT is massive. So, with i within IT, I can't saying I can't say oh I hate IT because I've done this one IT job because within it there's loads yeah, of different massive, things. Massive industry. So, so it's, it's, it's more of where do I see myself progressing and where do I see my future going because I can get to a situation where I can kind of go down a path and I kind of get stuck progression wise which is where I don't want to be so it's just looking at both options and figuring out which one is more beneficial kind of down the line and where I can see myself progressing. Which, I mean, it your, your goal per se, your goals isn't... <laughs> I haven't answered your question, but I, I can't because that's not what i'm thinking about i'll
0: I'll, I'll end it on this then because there's sort of one thing that i'm hoping will will crack this nut but we'll see how it goes for me for example when you say a job in finance or it i don't really know what that means like if i if i was to say to you i want a job in the film industry you'd be like all right doing what like what, what are you doing and I think um, that's sort of the same vibe I'm getting from this.
1: Yeah, it, like I, said, I kind of know. I have a I meant. I have a better understanding of what both jobs mm. entail. Um, but one, I don't know how in depth I want to go. Into them on the podcast, and kind of two, there's still, like I so said, there's a lot of stuff up in the air, so it's kind of, I'm still asking questions and finding out about both jobs and what they what I'm kind of getting from both of them, right? Is which is kind of what, which is kind of where I'm at,
0: All right? We're definitely going to follow up on this on the next podcast, boys. Sure, this is. Yes.
2: Can I say something whilst we're talking about goals? Go for it. I think Aaron will like this. It's a a quote from Elon Musk. And he said... From Elon Elon Musk, he said? Aaron's work.
0: Okay, go for it.
2: It said, stop being patient and start asking yourself, how do I accomplish my 10-year plan in six months? You'll probably fail, but you'll be a lot further along than the person who simply accepted it was going to take 10 years.
1: Yeah, I've heard that quote before, and that's why I'm thinking about what I'm thinking now. That's why I'm thinking about the house. That's why I'm thinking about the car. That's what I'm thinking about my career now because I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to get there and how I'm going to get up out of the situation where I'm in to kind of get 10 there. Years. tomorrow as soon as possible you better buy a lottery ticket boy. like
0: i mean i'm i'm calling two minds part of me part of me almost disagrees with the statement but how do you how do you tell you Musk musky's wrong oh. <laughs> how do you disagree with it <laughs> um well in a sense it goes back to what we were saying earlier right like if you're trying to do something that takes 10 years and six months to me that means cutting a lot of corners and obviously what we were talking about earlier is if you're cutting corners on something, then you're going to find the foundations not as strong as, as it would have been, as it could have been in 10 years' time. That's or does it, it
2: mean a 10-year plan actually but, can be done in five years? But because you're telling yourself it takes 10 years, you don't get it done as quickly.
0: I don't know. I
1: suppose, yeah. Then you're planning to do something within 10 years. And this way, on getting you might like
0: tell
2: yourself to lose 10 kilos within so a year or within six months. You're not cutting corners by doing it within six months. It just means you have to do more for six months.
0: I mean, again, obviously I agree with that example, but I find that there's a lot of examples to the contrary, right? That how How do you sort of quantify how long it's actually going to take so when we say obviously the whole 10 years and six months it's like you might achieve what you set out to achieve in six months but because you've cut whatever corners you've cut i'm assuming you could find yourself having a harder fall because you didn't lay the foundation
2: yeah but you're not the
0: quote isn't telling you to actually do it in six months fam no, I understand what the quote's saying, but I'm saying at the same time, that's where I question it. But like I said, who am I to argue with Elon Musk? I think the point of it, mainly, what it's getting at is
2: to be relentless. Is what I what I gather from it. Use your time wisely and be relentless.
0: I'm. I mean, I'm more than happy to to walk away with that takeaway. We're being relentless, boys. That's that's what our 2021 means.
2: Which means we're going to have to get a couple of dubs tonight.
0: Let's we- do it. All right, boys. Just Episode stop. three. Bang on an hour. Beautiful. <laughs> All
1: right, hey, boys. Right, Till next time. In a bit.